Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Rambold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in the show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity. Again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that. And you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call. 618-262-2810 and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Duggar. 1810. 1810. And it came to pass on the mall... 
that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house, and David played with his hand as at other times. And there was a javelin in Saul's hand, and Saul cast the javelin, for he said, I will smite David even on the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. I want you to really grasp on to what's being said here. That the evil spirit from who? From God came upon Saul. Now a few pages over, he was being anointed to be king of all of Israel. He messed up. He got disobedient. Samuel spoke, rent the kingdom out of his hands. And now we find out that an evil spirit's now controlling him instead of the, the, the anointing of God. Sent by who? Sent by God. It's important to realize what that is about. All right. Now let's go. Let's let's go back over into First Samuel 16. First Samuel 16, and we're going to do start in the sixth verse. And it came to pass that when they come, they had looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him, for the Lord seeth not as man seeth. And we read this the other night. For the man looketh upon the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh upon the heart. It's always the heart that God is looking at. That's always that. That's exactly what God is looking at in in the, in this case that we're talking about here. He's looking upon our hearts. God honors your heart. It's what your heart is speaking. See, our mouths often say one thing, but that's the reason when He looks in here, He's reading something else and He's hearing something else being spoken. Out here, you know, when we go when we come into service in the presence of God, oh, how much I love you, sweet Jesus. But on the, in here, he's seeing all the contempt, he's seeing all the lying, all the lust, he's seeing all the all those things, the bitterness, uh, you know, the the grudges. All that's what he's seeing. He's not seeing this, folks. He's seeing here because he's looking upon the intents and the purposes of our hearts. And again, this is what had to be clean. Was Saul's heart right? No, Saul's part, heart couldn't have been right. Why? Because let me tell you something. Where his background and where he came from, all right, from the from the, the Benjamite tribe, he, bless God, could not have a great high esteem about anything. In other words, he was kind of a shoe in. He would have been the last of the choices. But again, Lord God knew 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 his heart and knew that he was capable. And that's what God knows about you. You are capable. And he knows that. And because of the capability that's in you, the commissions will come. The time. Some of you some of you have waited years to be anointed, to be sent forth. And bless God, and, and some of you may not have, uh, not have waited years, but the fact of the matter is that we are here. And, and, and these, these are the years in which, in which bless God, that, that the Lord God uh, would speak of. This is the time. This is the place. But don't don't misunderstand. The anointing of God is not something that cannot be lifted from you. Don't misunderstand that. So just you know, the thing of it is, once anointed, always anointed. No, that's that's not the case. The case is that bless God, you have to follow and be obedient. What does Deuteronomy twenty-eight, uh, the twenty-eight chapter, the uh, the first verse say? We are to observe and to do all. You have to be obedient and do all that God is telling you to do. All right? And one day when you get to that point where you are capable, when you are capable of, bless God, being mentors, then we'll deal with that. All right? We'll deal with that. But in order for us to do what we're doing now, this prophet, just exactly like that prophet did, is about to anoint you and cause you to do what? You're about to become another man. You're about to enter in when the anointing comes on you so you can become another man. 
How many people do you know that I bet wishes today that God here this weekend? Hmm? Either say amen or oh me. Huh? See, you never know. See, the thing I always said about God, it's always the meeting that you don't show up in. It's always the meeting that you ought to be in. Isn't that the truth? You just, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, just that way. And and bless God, I don't, I don't know what to say, but let's go to the book of Revelation. Let's 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 read over here about the coming, the eleventh chapter, the eleventh chapter of the book of Revelation. Of course, this is uh, end time, not as end time as it was when it was written, because it's our generation that will fulfill this. Revelation chapter 11, verse 1. And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise, and measure the temple of God, and the altar, and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple leave out, and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles. And the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty, or, or foot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God, uh, the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth, and devour their, devoureth their, their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Not just hurt, be killed. These have power to shut heaven, and uh, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power on, over waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Now, these two men, um, bless God, they anoint, these anointed sticks of God, We'll do, uh, if, as you read there, it almost sounds like it's a return to Egypt, doesn't it? It almost sounds like with all matter of plague, with blood, the water turned to blood, uh, all this kind of stuff going on that it'll rain not during the time if, you know, if they choose to do those things. That is the anointing. These, these are anointed vessels of God. And they're going to, they are going to produce so much anointing that it is going, they're in, in Jerusalem, that bless God, that it's going to be quite a stir. The seventh verse, and when they have, have finished their testimony, the beast, the powers of darkness that descended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies shall be in the street of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people of kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to put and be put in grace. Now, don't you know that, that years ago before TV even arrived, they wondered how that was ever going to be? Thanks to satellite, the whole world's going to watch this event, aren't they? And they shall, and it goes on to say, and they shall, they, and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, make merry, and shall send gifts one to another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth. I'll bet they're going to torment them. After three days and three, uh, three days and a half, the spirit of, of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. What do you think that, that, that those people watching television are going to think then? And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And the same hour was there a great earthquake, and a tenth part of the city fell. And in the earthquake were slain of men seven thousand, and the remnant were frightened and gave glory to God, the God of heaven. I'll bet they will. Now... That is the end time scenario of the anointing. We have watched the anointing from the very beginning come out of the mouth of the Lord God and said, let there be light, and there was light. We go all the way through what we call the Bible, and we find the places where, in fact, 
in fact, that the anointing was in operation. We know that God is no respecter of persons. We know that the Lord God, as what he's done for one, he'll do for all. And now it's just a matter of time of being able to put this whole thing together in the right perspective in order for it to what? In order for it to work. Now, I want you to turn with me in the book of Mark, in the 16th chapter. My beginning of the anointing, which wasn't much, began in Mark 16. In the 20th verse, it reads like this. And they went forth, who is they? These anointed vessels that were around the Lord. And preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Confirming the word with signs following. What confirms the word? Signs. That's what confirms the word. That's the reason. That's the reason that that is the reason that that I am pushing so hard against the church, is because I am demanding the church to show me the signs. They get up on Sunday morning, all over this country. The the, the word is coming forth. I want to see the word confirmed with signs. That's all I'm asking. I I don't think that that's asking more. Then bless God that, that, that should be asking. I'm not asking that we work the works of, of Jesus. I'm not asking that we work the greater works of Jesus. I'm just simply saying, let's see the word be confirmed. If you be a man of God, then confirm the word with signs. There's, not, there, there's nothing wrong with a statement, okay? Now, we understand that, bless God, that this, that this was this was given to them, and, and you understand over in the fifteenth verse, it simply tells us this: Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. That was their commission. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Him that believeth not shall be damned. There isn't any in between that. Can you get to heaven without without what they said before? No. And these signs, there's the word again, these signs, say these signs, these signs shall follow them that believe. Say, I'm a believer, I'm a believer. and these signs, these signs shall, follow me. shall follow me. Now listen, in my name they shall cast out devils. Can all of us be deliverance preachers? Yes, you can cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Can everybody be baptized in the Holy Ghost? He yelled. And here it says believers will speak in new tongues. Whoa, that 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 that, that caused the Baptist and the Methodists to get real nervous, doesn't it? Huh? Yeah, it does. Because you, you see, they think people like us got got a problem. No, 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 no. Believers shall speak with new tongues. That means if you if you go back and you, you get the interpretation correctly of that, it means in a language that they know not. In a language that they know not. Now, they shall take up serpents, and if any deadly thing, uh, 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 any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. In other words, you know, if a snake comes along and and bless God bites you, well, it's not going to hurt you. Remember when Paul put his hand in the fire and that that viper that was poisonous bit him. And they thought for sure he would die, and it didn't phase him, did it? Okay. So that so so in other words, now now this this is just for the believers. Now, the problem is, folks, we have millions upon millions of believers. That's what the problem is. I mean, this is this is not Paul telling us this. It's not Peter, and it's not John. This is Yeshua. This is Jesus speaking to us. And he's saying, if you are a believer, the rest of them are damned and going to hell. But if you're a believer, these signs are going to follow you. They're going to follow you. Now listen to the last one. They shall, every once in a while, when the moon is in the third quarter and the wind is out of the southwest at 20 knots, and not, of course, this doesn't work. No, no. They shall lay hands on the sick. 
and they shall recover. You see, the anointing of God and the production of the anointing can be used in different ways in different manners. You can believe the Word of God and bring enough anointing through the Word for this to work. And let me tell you why I know that. There was not a spit of anointing in me when I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Not a spit of it. Other than just the fact of being filled with the Holy Ghost, all right? I got over into that 16th chapter, and I kept reading about these believers, and I kept saying, well, I'm a believer. And I kept saying to people, I said, do you lay hands on people and, and people get healed? They said, no. And I said, well, are you a believer? Yeah. I said, well, why don't you do that? I said, read the 16th chapter of Mark. Read the back of it. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall cover, recover. If you're a believer, they shall, they shall, they shall, they shall, they shall recover. It's not maybe they'll recover, they shall recover. Bless God, I'd take my Bible and I would get up there on Main Street in this town that I'm come from, Mount Carmel. That's where a real prophet would come from. <laughs> and bless God, I'd go down the street. I'd have this thing open. I'd go in a restaurant. They, they got where they see me come in the restaurant, and everybody go to the bathroom or get up and pay and leave. <laughs> Is anybody in here sick? <laughs> here comes old crazy Deckard again. <laughs> Every once in a while, somebody say, yeah, I am. <laughs> are, are you saved? Yeah, then you're a believer. Yeah, okay. Now, if you're a believer, then you, re, you, you, you believe the Bible. Yeah, I don't believe it to be truth. I says, you believe this part? If you're a believer, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover? Well, I, I guess that's what the Bible says. Now, I'm going to lay hands on you and you're about to recover because that's what that says. Now listen to me, God honors His Word. Was there any anointing to me to work? Not a drop. But He honors His Word. I said, okay. Now I used to practice the laying on the hands thing, because being new to it, I didn't want to do it wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I used to... I stand in the mirror so it looked good. I mean, I wanted to look good. I was representing Jesus, and I wanted to look good. Lay my hand on him. I said, Lord, we read the Word. I'm doing what it said in the Word. This guy's a believer. I'm a believer. Heal him. He'd get healed. Like I said, I started praying with one eye. I wasn't sure it worked. I mean, it all since me act like it was all faith. It wasn't nothing to do with faith. I just believe what the Word said. Because you know why? I couldn't seem to find anybody else that blessed God that knew anything about healing, even in those Pentecostal churches. They talked about it, but nothing happened. I just got the Bible. So I went everywhere. I took my Bible, and I went everywhere, and everybody I saw said, Say, are you sick? Boy, they told me, yeah, I just opened that up, 16th chapter. I said, here we go, for you. I said, now this works, and let me tell you why I know. You know old Frank down there on Main Street? Yeah, I said, did this with him. He said he was a believer. He believed this to be the truth. And I said, just pray for it. He said, what if I'm not a believer? I said, oh, that's no problem. We'll pray the prayer. You can become a believer. I was getting them saved. I blessed God end up getting them filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you see, this word is the truth. And everything else is a lie. So now we, we have talked about, and as I told you, I told you uh, as, as we got into this thing as of uh, uh, Friday evening, I operate today by the anointing. I, you don't, you don't, I don't, I don't, but, but it has worked. That's the reason that I say, as a prophet of God, you can make this thing work one way or the other. Okay? So what I want you to begin to do, I want you to begin to use the 16th chapter of Mark. Amen. I want you to read that. You need to read that every day and say, yes, I'm a believer, and yes, I do this because I am a believer. And yes, they will recover because I'm a believer. It's just going to be that simple. Then the anointing that I'm about to pour upon you this morning 
is then going to be doing what? Then you're going to be working both sides of it. You're going to be working the anointing and you're going to be working the Word. Now this is for obviously laying hands on those, bless God, that are sick. And also you can cast out a few devils if anybody needs that, of course. Amen. <laughs> That's another story. Let's not get into the part where I got down to thinking, if I do that, I can do this. And you know something? I could, but that was an experience you won't. <laughs> It'd take the rest of the day to talk about all that. Maybe we'll do that with some other. Maybe we'll have a seminar on learning how to cast out devils. You have to bring a few people to need some? Well, never mind. Just come yourself, all right? <laughs> and bless God, we'll get into this thing. Well, I started. I better just end it just a second here. First time I got involved was with a pastor. He called me, and I, you know, I just have been saved for the Holy Ghost a few months, and he said, Brother Decker, God, you told me to call you. He said, I'm about to, I'm about to see a guy get the devil cast out of him right here in the church. Come on down. He said, I, I think you're supposed to be here for this. I said, okay. I said, I, I, I didn't know nothing about it, but I said, yeah, I'll come down. I said, it's in a book. I've read it. So I got down there, and this old boy had this guy down front. We walked down front, down in the front of the church, and he was sitting in a pew, and, and this old boy, a pastor, told him to stand up, and, and he said, now, I'm going to cast the devil out of you. And, and, and this is where I found about this pleading the blood of Jesus. He said, I plead the blood of Jesus, and that old boy hauled off and socked him and liked to knock him out. And I'm going, hey, we're at church here. What, 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 what's going on? And so about that time, this old boy turned to me and said something to me. Well, folks, you, you, you see... I come out of the bars. I, I mean, I didn't grow up in Sunday school. I, I, I grew up, bless God, playing rock and roll music, chasing wild women, drunk most of the time. That's what, well, that's what I did, me and my brother. And so this old boy, he swung at me, and when he did, I swung back. <laughs> I knocked him right on his lower end posterior, right on the floor, and when he started to get up, I just jumped on top of him. <laughs> and bless God, there he was, there I was, and I'm saying, in the name of Jesus, come out of him. And every time he'd I'd say that, bless God, he, he would growl. He went to rolling, and me and him started rolling up the aisle under the pews, and every time he got on top of me, he hit his head on the pew, and every time I got on top of him, he would go, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Bless God, when we got about the sixth pew back, I had him. <laughs> I had him. I said, in Jesus' name, come out of him! Amen. And bless God, he came out, and he laid there like he was dead. I crawled out from under that pew. About that time, that pastor, he was setting up, and he was holding his jaw. He looked at me, and he said, Brother Deckard, he said, no sense telling this story. He said, nobody's ever going to believe it. And I said... <laughs> I said, no, but I said, I'm going to tell you my bar days paid off today. <laughs> so that was my first experience in casting out devils. Now, 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 you understand there wasn't a lot of finesse in all that, but it worked, all right? So I'm always telling people, just do whatever you got to do when that comes to your life. I mean, just try to stay out from running in pews. That wasn't any fun. I had a sore head for I don't know where. Let's end up in Acts, the 13th chapter. If I got you there, fine. If it didn't, let's get there. Two through four. Acts 13, 2 through 4. Boy, I hope it's on, on that, is it, Donna? You'll get it on there? So they being sent forth by who? The Holy Ghost departed unto Seleucias, Seleucia, I guess it is, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they also John to minister. Now, in the second verse, I went to the fourth verse. In the second verse, it says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. Now, who's they? That happens to be the, the apostles, the prophets. The Holy Ghost said, now when they ministered after they had fasted, they had ministered to the Lord. Now that would have been through prayer. Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them, they sent them their way. So how were they sent forth? They were sent forth by the apostles, by doing what? Through fasting and prayer, laid hands on them, and sent them forth. 
All right. Now, there it doesn't talk about uh, pouring uh, the oil upon them. But bless God, as the, the Old Testament, and there's not anything about them. Please don't go out here thinking, well, because it wasn't according to the New Testament, and they didn't study the New Testament, it didn't count. No, no, I'm sorry. The New Testament and the Old Testament are the same testament. It's a continu- oh, the New Testament is just a continuation of the Old Testament. We, we really messed up when those real fine non-prophets sat down and decided to use the word canonize the Scriptures. There was probably enough of those scriptures left out that would have made it a whole lot easier for you and I to have entered into the things of God if those non-prophet brothers had not sat down and canonized them. Okay? Again, it all has to come through what? The hands of the prophet. So the fact of it is that there's a way that it's to be done. And as I had said before, if in fact you've not had it done that way, then bless God, you need to have it done that way. You need to have it done. And I'm here as a prophet of God this day to anoint those of you that want to be anointed. Now, if you don't want to be, the thing to say is, I don't, I'm not sure. And if you aren't, and one of the sisters came this morning, and, and I just flat said, it's okay. It's okay. You're not one of those people I was talking about. You, you come and you get anointed. If you don't know and you think you want to ask me, should I be in this line when you get there, that's fine. I'll be glad to tell you, and I'll be honest with you. As I would, as I would need to be and have to be, but the fact of it is, there's not any reason that you can't be anointed, and everybody in this room can't be anointed. The only thing that I'm saying to you that I want you to count is the cost of this thing. Don't get stupid, because folks, this ain't a time to get stupid. Don't get all caught up that all I want's the anointing, but I don't want to pay the price. The price in this is one hell of a price. Okay, maybe the biggest price that you've ever paid in your life to do anything. Because you're going to have to get yourself lined up with God, or this is hell come home to visit and to live with you. And you don't want that. You don't need that. If you weren't capable in this room, I would tell you, this is not for children. This is for adults. All right? I get places where they start bringing two- and three-year-old kids up. Don't, 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 don't. Bless God do that to their lives. Don't you dare do that to their lives. Because they're not ready to have that done. You let them become, you let them become of age where, bless God, that they can make those decisions and understand. Don't you curse them. Because I'm going to say what I say all across America. One side of the sword that the prophet swings is blessings. That sword's got that other edge. When it's turned over and he swings it, it is a curse. And don't you ever forget that. And I, 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 I don't say that to scare people. I say that because you really and truly need to understand. I don't know what you've been around in the past, but I know what you're around now. I can control in and out of that spirit realm the anointing, the blessed God that takes place in my life. I can teach you how to do the same. But I can also tell you, as I said, I don't intend, bless God, to play this game. If you're one of these people that, bless God, that you're here and you think that, well, I, today and tomorrow I'm wrong, that you don't, don't do injustice to yourself. If you're not sure you can trust me, don't do injustice to yourself. I'm not here trying to get votes as to whether I'm a prophet or not. And it's like I told, I've told people for, for years, I've got, I have got a track record that goes around this world a number of times. I don't, I, I, like I said, you, you, all you can do is sit here and listen to me tell these stories. I can take you to kings and princes. I can take you to, to bless God, prime ministers and presidents and then the, that I have stood and said in three days this is going to happen after I leave here and in three days it happened. That's the reason the countries I go in, they take me out to the side, take me through the VIP line. I don't even have to go through the other line, load me up in the limousine and take me to the palace for supper with the president. Is because, bless God, they honor what it is that has been done in life. Some of them don't really understand what's being done, but they understand this a, it's a, a more powerful entity than anything that they have ever known. That makes you friends with people like that, at least for a season or two. Now, the first thing we're going to do this morning is I want to pray for the needs of the people after. I shouldn't say the first thing. The first thing we're going to do, we're going to stand up, and the Lord God is going to permit, again, those two angels to come into this room. Not that they're not already here, because they've been here all along. And if anybody wants to tell me that you saw them, tell me where they're at, and then I can confirm whether you saw them or not. Anybody? Anybody see them? 
Well, you've got to have an idea that he must be somewhere in front of you if I was asking that question, wouldn't it be? Amen? Hallelujah. And those angels are going to come forth, and, and you're going to experience the anointing. Please, open yourself up. All you have to do is open your spirit up. And it's okay to say, Lord, I want to feel your presence. It's okay to say that. You know, some people, well, I don't want to invite no familiar spirits in here. Let me tell you something. Did you not hear me pray when we started? I bound the powers of darkness up from this service. Now, it's not that there's not powers of darkness around. There is. But they are bound up. They are not going to hinder. They're not going to come to you here as a familiar spirit. You don't have to be afraid of that. Again, trust me. You'll like it. All right? So I want you to, and when I ask you to open yourselves up, I want you just to begin, to begin here in just a moment to say, Lord God, bring your presence to me. And that's what I want you to do. I'm teaching you something here that you're going to take home with you. And when you get home, you're going to be very pleasantly surprised that when you get alone with the Lord and you get yourself quiet before him and you begin to worship him and praise him and you just simply say, Lord God, bring your presence Bring your presence that I know that you're in this room. Bring your presence that I know that I am in your presence. You're going to feel the anointing of God. You're going to feel that anointing. Father, I thank you. Lord God, I praise you and I thank you for the power of the Rahakodesh. Lord, for this weekend, everything that you have done in, in our lives, Everything that you have done, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you in the name of Yeshua that Lord Jesus, he has come and he came on this earth and he performed exactly what he was sent to do. Not his will, but the will of the Father. And Lord, we have come this day to do your will, not our will. Not, not, not the will of our families, but your will, Lord. We're here because we want more of you. We want more of the anointing. We want to work in the anointing. Lord, we want to raise the dead in your name. We want to walk upright before this world that they might know that we serve the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We want to be there. We want to be that part. Thank you, Lord, that you sent the angels again this day. Lord God, let those angels come forth at this moment. Lord God, let us now feel... Father, let us feel your presence. Let the anointing show show himself unto us. Whether it be physically, whether it be spiritually, Lord God, let us just feel your presence. Come, come, Rahakadish. Shotila Makushia Babakaramas. Kundra Makisotarabakishamakatama. Oh, Lord, we open up our spirits. We open up our minds. We give them to you because you created them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Shaki for yea that I shall bring thee forth I shall show thee things to come and I shall take thee places that thou hast never known both in and out of the spirit prepare thyself for yea the Lord thy God shall visit thee and I will begin to show thee. Some of thee I shall send the angel unto. And he shall instruct thee. He shall correct thee. And he shall bring you forth. Yea, what I would say unto thee, that some of thee shall have dreams as thou hast never never seen. Some of you will have dreams, saith the Lord, that have never dreamed the dreams of the Lord. Some of you I will give, give visions and open visions to, saith the Lord. Yea, I shall visit thee. Yea, be quick to rise up out of thy bed in the midnight hour, saith God. Yea, when I do unction thee, and thou should wake up. Yea, be quick to rise. Be quick to go into the into your prayer closet. Be quick to get on your face before me, the Lord God. For I shall deal with thee. I shall speak with thee. Yea, I shall show thee, saith the Lord. Be quick 
Be quick to receive, be quick to deliver those things which I will give unto thee. Let it burn in thy bones as a fire. Let it burn deep, let it burn hard. For I, the Lord God, shall bring it forth, even in this hour, even in this time. Yea, yea, say not nay unto those that are round about that need prayer. Be quick to lay your hands upon them. Be quick, for I, the Lord God, by the anointing, shall bring it forth. And so shall it be, even from now until evermore. For yea, I did call thee, and I have chosen thee. Thou hast not chosen me. Stretch your hands up to heaven and glorify the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 And the Lord said, Arise and shine, for thy time has come. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Shahi Shabakushima Mahatama. Halima Makushi Babakushima Bakatama Samakusha. Hero Kusha Babakushima Makatama Hashama Makatama Hashama. Koshi Bukotima Hoshama Bakatama. The Mahashara. O Katan. O Kantashana Mahasharmanam. O Katan. O Katan. O Katashana Hoshamanam. Oh, Shitrivikitavalayandagi, O Alandarakishandra <laughs> 
Ikoli o kole andre kirasan, Ikoli o sandre kila kisole raban, Shaloki, oh Shaloki radia, Shaloki, oh Shaloki lian, Olare o sare o ka, oh Shale o kalen. O shale o kale o tare ki sere me andeki, a shabe ki ate aha, o shabe akate asa, o shabe akasare ki a, shilo li o soli andeki, o are babare are 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 asare o shamanan, o eku shale o sale andara aha. Ole kushi baba kataria, alare asare mane hushi bagiri, alare kashare koliandere kirai, oru kishi are mandegi, alandarandarandarandarandarandarandarande kirai, ilandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandriandri
You've experienced me, my children. Yea, that your praise did enter up into my throne room, and I did receive it. As you stand before me this day, I'm now speaking to you in a new way. I'm now speaking to you in a presence that you've never known. And it shall stay. It shall go with you when you go. It shall come when you come. It shall be there. For the oil that I do spill upon thee this day shall seal this moment. It shall be sealed for now and throughout your days on the face of this earth. Yea, it shall be health unto thy bones. And yea, it shall be health unto others. It shall protect thee and keep thee. Thus saith the mouth of God. you to blow the shofar for the pouring of the oil. Listen as the Lord God. Listen to the sound of come. Listen to the sound that the Lord God would say come. Listen, my children. I, as a prophet of God this day, do declare unto thee that I shall pour the anointing out, the anointing of this prophet upon you. And I shall cause you to become another man, another woman. That yea, that you shall not even know yourself at times that you'll wonder, that's not me who was that. But so shall it be, because I shall begin this day a journey that shall only end in the throne room itself on the day that you stand with Him. We were together at the foundation. This hour and this time was appointed by God that He would bring forth this hour and this time. We together will stand this world upside down. For we will do great exploits into the kingdom while here on this earth. And in the name of Yeshua, the Son of Almighty God, Yahweh, I do pour out the anointing upon thee. I want you to come. I'll pour the oil and then just go back to where you're at and stand and and reverence yourself before God. Come, my brother, come. Come. The anointed of the Lord. The anointed of the Lord God. Come. Come. The anointed of the Lord God, my brother. So shall be. So shall be. So it ran over the head of Aaron. As it ran, so it run upon thee this day. I want you to stretch your hands up to heaven. I want you
want you to thank Him that He would give to you the preciousness of Him, which is His anointing. Your lives will never be the same again. I speak to you. I speak into your life as a prophet. It will change you. It will change your attitude. It will change your attitude first toward God, then toward your neighbor. It will cause you to walk in places that you've never known to walk. For the anointing is set. The anointing is set in your life for the rest of your life. And so shall it be by the power of the Rahakodesh in Yeshua's name. The name that's above every name, the name of Yeshua. Yivareki ha'atanai v'ishmareka. Yiratanai apanai v'lefa v'yuneka. Yishahatanai apanai v'lefa v'yesham l'ha shalom. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May His countenance rise upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Shalom. I want to thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Pray for us. weekend did one-tenth for you what it did for me. It's done something. I'm free in my spirit. I'm absolutely free. I love you. It's not an easy road, but it's the only one. And we're not alone. They're out there. we got to go find them. You're going to demonstrate the anointing of God, and that's what's going to bring the people. It's not going to be talk. It's going to be the demonstration of the anointing. But you're going to demonstrate the anointing. And they, in turn, are going to say, what must we do? The work, the works. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. What must we do? What must we do? You want to know something? We'll do it. Whatever it takes. We're hooked. We're hooked on God. No less than Peter and John. No less than Elijah and Samuel and the rest of them were hooked. While they do their thing in the church in the spirit of religion, while they do their thing in this world, we'll serve the Lord our God. And He will bring you closer and closer unto Him. When I was here, some of you, all of you, are going to end up having angelic visitations. You're going to end, it's going to end. I don't know how where it's going to go to get there, but I saw it. I saw that. It's going to be a lot easier than we ever thought. It's going to be harder from the... As you look through these eyes, it's going to be harder. When you look through the spiritual eyes, it's going to be much easier. Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website, www.jewishprophet.com, and you can find out... Again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. Shalom until tomorrow. And remember, 
with God, all things are possible.